on a quest. Hey, how are you? Hello, Canada. You like the dunk tank? Hey, rap, kiss We messed up. Things got out of hand. Drake's is in bad shape. You wearing your rubber boots tonight? The Fandom Sports app, the only app where you get to argue about sports and win stuff. Vote on arguments, post your own arguments, win fights, collect points, and win cool stuff. Fight with your thumbs, not with your fists. The Fandom Sports app, available now on the Apple Store. There's a new version coming shortly and coming soon to all of you Android users. This is Janie's podcast, Janie's Rubber Boots podcast. Episode five. Um, you know, guys, the word hero gets thrown around a lot. Uh, I use it all the it, time when James. it comes to sports. But what I am doing today, somehow making my way in here, doing a podcast, doing quality podcasting with a broken pinky finger. What? Is above and beyond. Broken. Does it remind you of Kirk Gibson limping I, around the bases after I the home run? I was thinking more of, uh, what's the name? Bond on the Toronto Bobby Bond. Bobby Bond. That's the biggest scam story ever, by the way. Yeah, it's probably a hairline fracture. Broken leg. Right. You, you, you're yeah. not playing and yeah. scoring yeah, like the winning that, goal on a It's a, a compound leg. fracture that's not happening. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, that is one of those myths. My dad used to say it to every time I'd like be sick and I didn't want to play or something. He's like, Bobby Bond played <laughs> on a broken leg. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll play. No offense, Bobby Bond, who I've met and is a very cool guy. Is he? But, come on. Yeah. It's not like the fibula was sticking out of his skin. I know. There's probably been a million guys play. Although football players always play with broken hands, and they just put that like heavy cast on that they can just whack guys in the head with. It's actually an advantage. So what happened? Well, Lester Puffy knows this because he gets to hear it every night on the uh, on the hockey broadcast. But uh, I play in a very highly competitive beer football league. Mm. Very true. Like, there was a CFL player in it a couple years ago. Well, no. Actually, yes, there was. Yeah. He's left us now, and he's actually in the CFL. Yeah. Matt Coates. He's now yeah. the, uh, well, he holds on field goals for the Bombers. He and, does? Yeah, and he's a receiver. That's good for him. That was the first time I ever had street cred with any of the football crew. Like, yeah. Dunnigan and those, those guys. Because he was actually my quarterback. And we won, like, the Ontario Championships. And then a year later, he was in the CFL. Which is a remarkable story. I don't think many guys have gone from my touch football league to the if, CFL. If only we had an inside in that story, we could have done it. <laughs> Are you like hiding it? Oh no! And what we did, I made them on the Grey Cup coverage that year because he played in the Grey Cup with the Titans yeah, a few years yeah, ago. I remember meeting him, and we had the shot of us winning the Ontario Championship. Yeah, and of course, I had them, you know, circle me and highlight me, and yeah. he was just in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was a that was sort of a I was going to say travel team, but that even sounds way better than it should be. That that was our it was kind of I don't know what you call it. That was the good team. This yeah. this league has uh, you know players of all qualities. Yes, it's it's a it's a pure beer league. Yeah. on Sunday mornings, and I just jam my stupid. But finger. you are a oh bit of a star God. in it. Yeah, I'm 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 dominant. That's, I'm not going to lie. But now what? 
The team is rattled. Future's at stake. Do I retire? Yeah, I think you should. You've played till you're 50. That's yeah. a good number. It's a good number. And today I retire from pro football. Do I have to come back for one game and then like sign a one-day contract and then walk <laughs> no, off? The I say you walk away now and then maybe in a couple years you come back. I was having this discussion. You and I were having this discussion yeah. last night in Pooley. <laughs> played <laughs> was, 20 years in the NHL. Was so good. <laughs> like, are you actually having this discussion for real? We've <laughs> <laughs> thought about it more than I did when I retired from the NHL. <laughs> we're like, this is legitimate. Just give it to you. Uh, it's probably time to go. Don't you yeah. think, Puff? Yeah, I've won, breaking bones. won multiple titles. Yeah, I mean, MVPs, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Several. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Matt Dennegan drops back, zeroes on the clock, throws up a prayer. It is intercepted. James Duffy is headed to the Grey Cup. I hope you had the time of your life. <laughs> For an MVP, you get like a pitcher of beer. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I frame them. Um, yeah, oh, I'm so. sorry to hear. No, now my golf game's ruined. That's the thing. Imagine if it happened to Lester, though. Lester oh, couldn't play anymore. Disaster. Elton Ron would be screwed. They'd be on hiatus. The Lester McLean band would be screwed. Groovyard would be screwed. Yeah, a lot of bands. To cancel the tour. How many yeah. bands are you yeah, in that's again? A lot. Well, I'm in. I'm in three bands basically. And they, they do they all, all do gigs? Work. Yeah, they're all they're all busy. So, so hold on. So Elton Ron. Elton Ron. The Gravediggers? <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> it's a it's Grateful Dead. Gro- it's called Grooveyard. Groove Groove oh, the Grooveyard. Groove now, right. does Grooveyard do mostly like weddings? Mostly weddings, corporate stuff, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. would Hello... Hello. Would Hello be played by the Grooveyard? No, Hello, that's my band. That's and what's that band called? The Lester McLean band. Nice. Oh, yeah. the Lester McLean <laughs> Now, band. is there anybody who plays in... Mo- bo- yes, yeah, yeah, so Michael Acapente, my good friend, and yeah. you know our award-winning... Uh, is that Boy Wonder? No, no, no. that's Michael Acapente. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to have another podcast just where we get to know all... Uh, all of Lester's crew. All Lester's bring peeps. My, my peeps in, yeah. All right, so Lester's healthy. I got a broken finger. Uh, Stoff didn't have any more car problems this week. You're good. Um, how, long, how long are you in the... Uh, I'm doing air quotes. By the way, this is cast. not. This is a. I made this myself. Right <laughs> now. In fairness, it looks made. It, lo- <laughs> it does not look like quality I work. You'd been to the hospital. No surgeon I, would put their name behind I did that. The, I did the exact thing to the other pinky uh, ten years ago. So today, I, I I need to get an X-ray. Yeah. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't know if it's actually broken. No, I know it's broken. hundred percent. You're broken. just making this I diagnosis can, on your own. I guarantee you, it's broken. I think there's a chance it's <laughs> there not there. Bobby Bond. There is zero <laughs> chance this figure is not James broken. James Duffy, where did you okay, get your Okay, so if you degree? get the X-rays and it comes back not broken, I will cop to it. You'll cop to it on okay. next week's podcast. Okay. So, but I have to get the official thing to go yeah. try to go see some specialist guys or whatever. Although there's nothing you can do with pinky. All you end up doing is they do put a fancier splint on, they tape it to the other, and you have to keep it straight for, for six weeks. By the way, That's you think the time. pinkies, it's amazing what you can't do when you don't have a pinky. Like just showering, spots you can't reshaving, putting yeah. your hair product on, you know, trying to... And you're, are you righty dominant? No, I'm a left-handed guy. Well, then it's not so, that big a deal. No, it is a massive deal. So uh, there's a shady clinic near where I live. Okay. You know our health system. It's it's usually it's, well. I don't know. Usually it's tough to get. Um, it's tough to get into these things, right? You you have to wait an hour or get an yeah, appointment I mean, with your doctor. Sure. So there's this clinic, and I'm not gonna. I can't even say where it is because it'd be only one clinic in this town. It's not Aurora where I live. It's nearby. And I took my daughter there when she tore her ACL, 
Why and, wouldn't you have taken her to like the hospital? Well, because at the time we didn't know she had torn her ACL. Oh, okay. We knew her knee was a mess, and basically I was trying to get the a doctor to authorize an MRI so I can go through all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I take her down there, and the doctor looks at her, and he moves it around. He goes, nah, she's fine. <laughs> she, 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 didn't, she didn't do anything. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, Gracie, get back out there. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day she's running, and she's going, Dad, this isn't right. So I went to see... Uh, through some connections, oh, some guys downtown. You had her running on a door. And she had a completely ACL. torn ACL. Oh, completely torn. So I was wow. already wondering about this clinic. Yeah. But the only reason I went there today was to get a form to get an x-ray. Because okay. you have to have a doctor. You can't just show up in an x-ray place. No, no, okay. no. So I said, I'll just go to this place. And this is the second time I've been there. There's been no one there. How many health <laughs> clinics in Canada are there no one there? Yes, Mr. Duthy, we can see you right away. Wow. And the doctor, yeah, they put me in the doctor's, and you know, they usually put you in the doctor's office yeah, and, and you wait, wait 10 it. minutes. Yeah. The doctor was already in the office, <laughs> sitting on his laptop with his feet up. <laughs> so what happened, sir? Oh, I broke my pinky. Oh, let's have a look at that. He looked at it for like 10 seconds. Does yeah. this hurt? Okay, I'll give you the authorization for him. Okay. And, and, and off I go. But then I get to the to the x-ray done, and she goes, I'll send this to this doctor. And I'm like, no, no, I, he, I, I need a real, a real doctor. doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I just use this shady guy to get I'm me the into guy x-rays. from the Simpsons. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick. Wow. It's <laughs> like he used Nick. to be a vet or something. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is a vet. <laughs> he's, on, he's on the list. <laughs> anyway, so uh, this is the uh, perfect clinic to go to. If you ever guys need to get in to see somebody fast, just don't expect to get any accurate And he's pretty free with the prescriptions. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, if I ever get hooked on anything, that is exactly where I'm going. Um, oh, Vicodin, didn't you say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> didn't I renew that light yesterday, Mr. Duffy? <laughs> um, uh, good news. Uh, Jonathan Pitcher has been released from hospital in Minnesota. That's amazing. I to share that with you guys. That is uh, awesome. He got out yesterday on Thanksgiving Monday. He has been in there forever. Um, basically, when he had a stem cell transplant back in February, I think, and they'd hoped he'd be out a couple months after, but he had so many complications. And the fact is it was looking really dire in the summer. I mean, the kid's already been through hell his entire life, but the last six months have been an, an extra dose of hell. And I only mention this, A, because we love him dearly, and uh, we're going to have him on the pod. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I talked to his mom today, and uh, maybe as soon as next week. uh, A lot of people who listen to said, are you ever going to have Jonathan on? I said, as soon as he's healthy, he'd be my favorite guest to have on. So that's fantastic. We'll have Jonathan on really, really soon. And Eric Stone Street, he'll be on as well. (laughs) 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 Do you know people on Twitter, people who listen to us on Twitter are writing Eric Stone Street? (laughs) He's like, what what is going on here? If you didn't listen last year, (laughs) Eric Stone Street became not on purpose our Matt Damon, where he was supposed to come on, and then I, I don't know, his publicist canceled, and then I never called back. (laughs) <laughs> and then he was supposed to be on again, and I've been promoting him for about a year now. Oh, right? yeah. Do you think we should ever have him on or just continue this? Oh, I think it's probably a lot more fun <laughs> if we just continue it. Yeah. So Eric Stone Street, uh, upcoming on a very soon I'm episode. Very excited. <laughs> All the modern family people that listen to the pod every week. Damn it! Damn you! I thought this was the one! <laughs> Here's the Rod Smith recap. Last week on the Rubber Boots Podcast... 
What is it, Emilio? You have guests waiting. Come on, you know not to interrupt when Roddy's doing his magic voice work. I'm sorry, Mr. Rod. The ladies are here. I know, I know. The ladies are here. Tell them to wait in the hot tub. I'm sorry, Mr. Rod. How many times do I have to tell you, Emilio? Invoice is my soulmate. I'm sorry, Mr. Rod. I always pleasure her first. Okay. Now iron my robe. I'll be out shortly. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Where was I? In episode four, Duthie went full hobo. So I'm looking pretty ratty. And I got this big plastic bag full of stuff. <laughs> and he said, son, could I buy you a coffee or something? Puffy made a bizarre confession about exposing himself. I actually had to do that as one of my things to marry my wife. My father-in-law <laughs> made me do all these tests. For real? Was he present? Yeah, he was watching me do it. Even Rod Smith baby finds that disturbing. Meanwhile, Sirius Lester announced the title of his new album. I've had a, a bride grab my ass once. Catchy, but only once? That's every wedding for Roddy, including his nanas. Anyway, later, the boys' baseball credibility took a hit when discussing home run records in the fandom segment. He hit lots of homers. <laughs> <laughs> Could somebody look up I, how many I'm home on runs? Google machine this. Maybe 73. Did he hit 73? Oh, he hit like 80. Some... McGuire hit like 72. No. And we found out how Stoff spends his weekends after having to edit this disaster every week. He wears t-shirts that say, I hate rubber boots, but he wears rubber boots. And he just walks around downtown Toronto. Finally, the entire crew was disgusted by the fact that Cash Me Outside, How About That Girl is now rich and famous and making records. This is what is wrong with America! Hmm, maybe Roddy needs a viral catchphrase. Let's try a few. Yes, that's an invoice in my pocket. And yes, Roddy's happy to see you. Emilio, top up the coconut oil. The franchise. The franchise of this podcast. The franchise of this network. The franchise of your girlfriend's erotic imagination. Yo quiero una tortilla, Captain Amiga. How are those fries, Susan? Pick your favorite catchphrase, kids. That's a whole lot of Roddy Gold right there. Just remember, I trademark every word I speak, and you will be invoiced. Till next time. Oh, the Rod Smith recap. Had a little chat with Roddy. We overlapped in the studios. Yeah, nice. Uh, The hockey crew came in uh, last night as the football crew was leaving. Yeah. Seems to be hanging in there on the pod. Yeah. He almost drew the line when I had his penis doing the push-up. The uh, curls. The curls. Almost. Almost. (laughs) But Roddy, I think Roddy likes the Roddy. I think Roddy likes likes the Roddy. Uh, We mentioned last week on the pod that uh, the lines have been blurred between Rod Smith Baby <laughs> and Rod Smith, the franchise of TSN. And uh, we got a hold of that commercial that is airing where there is a tinge of Rod Smith Baby in this. Get back to 1978 <laughs> when it all began. <laughs> How are those fries, Susan? <laughs> Enjoy retro classics like the throwback tuna melt until October 22nd at Kelsey's, the original roadhouse since 1978. Yeah, <laughs> a tinge. How are those fries? <laughs> actually, Emilio, yeah, that should be the catchphrase that wins. Actually, that's but But yeah, you're right. I mean, that's totally Rod oh, Smith yeah. baby. And don't you think that music in the background would be playing at a Rod Smith baby party? Oh, oh there would definitely be that tune. Would be. Emilio, put that on in the background. <laughs> Get back to 1978. <laughs> Uh, Lester was uh, busy at work this week um, after promising us a a new theme for a new segment uh, and then not delivering for several weeks. (laughs) This is basically um, 
I mean, something we do every week. We talk about what happened last week, but now it has a theme to it. Let's discuss the week that was with James Dunning and the Rubber Boots Podcast Crew. I like yeah, it's that. really good. It's simple. It mentions me. What <laughs> Always more, a winner. <laughs> what more do you want? That's based on the first thing you sang last week, right? Yeah. It is. So, so I you, inspired, you, so I get a writing credit? You get a writing credit. Woo! Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Nice. They throw writing credits Another notch on your now. belt, pal. <laughs> um, so the week that was, uh, I had a, uh, uh, I tweeted this, so if you saw this story on my tweet, I had, there was a, a smoothie incident at my household yeah, so kind of yeah. So over that. my on the weekend, my daughter we make we make a lot of smoothies at my yeah, house. I have, a, I have a smoothie every breakfast. Oh, nice! Every and, breakfast. Yes, that is my breakfast. I put a lot of healthy stuff in there. Little uh, coconut milk. I thought you were going to say coconut koi. That's such an inside joke. Keep my meat. Okay, so just so Stoff and Lester, the listeners know what we're talking about. It's something that Puffy and I laughed about for years. Um, there is a, a English translation dictionary on YouTube where that people around the world will use to use learn the English language. Of course. Well, some, <laughs> some awesome person. some awesome guy went on there. This is several years ago, and did a fake one, <laughs> which, if you think about it, will screw up people. <laughs> So, so you imagine some person from uh, wherever, the Philippines, and they're, they're going to come to Canada, and they want to learn the language. You go on they YouTube. Go, they go on YouTube and learn these words. And the guy misses, he mispronounces them so badly that they're hilarious. For example, quinoa mm. is on there. Yes. Quinoa. Yeah. And he goes, coconakoi. Coconakoa. 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 <laughs> and then he does it in a sentence. Coconacoy. And what's the other one? Juan. Janu- so January comes up and he goes, Juan Wario. <laughs> the 10th. Today is the 10th of Juan Wario. Juan Wario. Juan Wario. Toddy is the 10th of Juan Wario. It's so good. Uh, anyway. People love what, the internet. So that's what the podcast is. It's just me explaining Puffy's jokes. Coconut uh, koi. Coconut koi. T-Day is the tenth of Juan Wario. So anyway, smoothies. Yeah, I load up my smoothies. So my daughters like the smoothies as well. So my daughter was making a smoothie the other day in the morning. She was a little sleepy, Gracie. And... She popped in, I think, some bananas and some uh, almond milk and uh, some uh, a bag of frozen pineapple she found Perfect. in the freezer. That sounds tasty. Oh, boy. Uh, I had a little sip, and Gracie was having sips. I'm like, hmm, what's in this, Gracie? And she's like, oh, some ban- bananas and pineapples. I'm like, pineapples, hey? Throw me that bag. They were pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> pierogies. Pierogies. But, I mean, pineapples is such a distinctive taste, wow. too. Like you'd, well, it overwhelm everything. Don't, pierogies don't exactly look like pineapples, <laughs> but when stuff is frozen, yeah, there's a little freezer on burn it, yeah. on them. Oh, that's an easy wow. mistake. Easy so, mistake there. Yeah, that was yummy. Wow. Uh, speaking of disgusting foods, I wanted to ask you guys this, uh, because I saw this could also be things that I saw on Twitter uh, because I saw a story that reaffirmed something from my youth. Um, yeah, just play the damn theme. 
Freaky pics, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. So this is two, two, two segments in one. We're still doing the week that was. Yes. It's also things that I saw on Twitter. At Thanksgiving every year, I didn't make it to my cottage to spend Thanksgiving with my family just because we had other complications here and my wife's family came down. But uh, something we eat at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Have you ever heard, and maybe I've talked about this on this pod before, of Aspic? No, oh my I don't think you've talked about this. Where are you from, man? Aspic? There is a food called Aspic that I grew up with, and so I thought it was completely normal. Aspic is as disgusting as it sounds. It is a gelatin, oh. like Jello. Yeah, I think you I, might have to use Jello, but it's with tomato paste or tomato soup. So it's like eating tomato Jello. Jello. With cottage cheese at the bottom, oh. and there's some onions and other things Ugh. thrown in there. Why? So I, I don't know. I think I might have tweeted it or something last year, and a couple people actually responded and said, yeah, yeah, we've had it. It's A-S-P-I-C, by the way. Aspic. Wow. Okay. So in the Globe and Mail on the weekend, does anyone want Aspic on their Thanksgiving Day table? Yes, I'm going to do a big article. Really? <laughs> article. What did I just say? <laughs> article. 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 A large article <laughs> about... Aspic and yeah. the origins of aspic. So people, here's a picture of it for you guys. Sorry, this is not good for our listeners. That looks disgusting. That's, that's what the aspic wow. looks like. Now, this is yeah. something your parents... Yeah, this is my mom has done. And, and then and did it carry on? Do you like say, Cheryl, we want some aspic this year. It's not going to be Thanksgiving without it? No, I, I think that my sisters drew the line, but only about two years ago. Okay. Wow. Where they said, enough, enough, with the aspic. Aspic. enough with the aspic, mom. Because wow. she was only making it for me, because it used to be my favorite thing. Really? I would have two pieces of turkey and just jam the whole plate full no. of aspic. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Because it kind of reminded me of dessert for me. And, yeah, you're uh, such a dessert guy. Anyway, so aspic has been around for apparently centuries. And uh, the 1963 Joys of Jello cookbook features an aspic type thing in it. So there you go. Aspects Origins. Wow. This is an educational educa- <laughs> podcast as well. Absolutely. Do you uh, think there's anyone who will try it now? Should, in I, me to, should I tweet out the recipe? <laughs> you should tweet out the recipe. <laughs> Why don't we have, at Christmas, we'll have my mom on, yep. Sheila. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she can give the aspic recipe. Perfect. Can you remind me of this? Because it'll for be sure. another thing we don't do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you guys won't remind me because I know Puffy won't. He's useless. Yeah. James's mama's coming on. <laughs> <laughs> There's the song. Maybe you can write a little aspic <laughs> song. <laughs> and she's bringing some aspic. <laughs> aspic for everyone. Oh, that sounded a little too sultry for a song about my mom. Don't cross the oh, line no, no, here, no, no, all right? No, that's. I like those fries. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this is um, also from the week that was, but things that I saw on Twitter. Uh, there was a football game on the weekend, and maybe the single worst analyst call in the history of sports. Now, the pod will not do it justice, so I beg you to go on, I think it was on Barstool, or just, I don't know, Search missed field goal or something, and you'll find it. I, I should have even looked up the teams here, and I haven't. Maybe here, Christoph can add in after the pod what were the teams involved. It's East Michigan and Toledo. Thank you. Oh, East wow. Michigan versus Toledo. I think that's a MAC matchup. So mm-hmm. uh, before I play the sound, I'll have to tell you that this kick misses wide right by 
15 uh, yards. Yeah, it's it's well well right. 15 yeah. yards wide right. Yeah. Here's the play-by-play call. He didn't go back this far in warm-ups. This would be a big kick for him. Six of seven on the year is Paulie Fricano. Fricano is six of eight now. Off the crossbar. He just barely had enough, <laughs> but he knocked it through, Ben. Listen, <laughs> even that's a big kick for Paulie Fricano. <laughs> What? Eastern Michigan answers. 3-3. Three, 3-3. Three. <laughs> three, three. They let him throw to break, too. That's my favorite part. So, uh, I don't... I mean, the play-by-play guy said he's 6 for 7. Oh, he's 6 for, for eight, 8 now. It's He missed. So, I have no idea. They must not have had monitors. Yeah, because the score still said 3 nothing too. So. Yeah, I don't know. Well, or he's not looking at his monitor. So when when I did the one thing about uh, you know I used to always sit in my in my living room and do play by play growing up like everybody does. I think that ends up getting getting into sports casting and it seems so easy. I will say when I first did CFL play by play back in the early two thousands, the the one thing that as a sort of rookie play by play guy you struggle with is are you looking at the monitor? Are you looking at the field? Most yeah. guys will look at the field but then refer to the monitor, mm-hmm. particularly on replays. But um, it you it's it's a, a constant game because sometimes if you're looking at the field you can't necessarily identify who the receiver is and people at home are seeing it right there yeah or you i can tell sometimes when the play-by-play guys are looking at the field because they'll go he's close to a first down and you can see the on the monitor the yellow line yeah. he's clearly passed it right yeah so i i'm thinking that the vantage point of these guys was um the opposite side of where the ball was so he just but to, to, to describe it, hitting the how how is your producer not in your ear saying, dude? Well, sometimes the producer is looking down. Well, I'm sure he's looking okay, down. Okay, we're going to break in break. five, yeah. four, three, two, right. one. He's you know looking at his watch or whatever. He's assuming the analyst isn't going to describe a play that <laughs> yeah. didn't happen. Wow! But uh, yeah, that's a that's a horrible moment. That there was one for me in about my fifth CFL game where, and again, apologies if I did this last year because I can't remember anything, but. Uh, it was Saskatchewan, Ottawa in Ottawa, and Saskatchewan needed a touchdown on the last drive. And I decided in my head, oh, this is going to be a big play. This is the last play of the game. They have to get a touchdown. I'm going to let the crowd carry it. And so I said, it was Neilon Green, I think, was the quarterback for Sask. And I'm like, all right, Neilon Green rolls out. Last play, they have to score to the end zone. And I think I just left it at that. Yeah. Because it was knocked down and the crowd went crazy. Mm. So I don't think I actually called it. I might have said no, but yeah. I, I don't mm. think I said much. And I let the crowd carry it. And in my head, I thought it was gold. You nailed it. Gold. <laughs> and John Hines, the producer, gets in my ear and goes, James, you got to tell him what happened. I go, what do you mean? He goes, uh, we lost the feed. Uh, they, <laughs> they, o- they only heard your audio. And oh, no. nobody has any idea what happened because of what you said. <laughs> so I have to go back and go. Um, by the way, that pass was knocked down. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I Somebody, let the pictures you know do what it was? the talking. It was the first night they had the HD truck there. They were experimenting with HD. This is how old I am. Uh, mm. And so they had two trucks, an HD production truck and the normal truck. Mm-hmm. And the normal truck was carrying the game, and the HD truck was practicing. Mm-hmm. And some guy, they pulled the plug on HD hey. with 30 seconds left, and he pulled the wrong wow, plug, wow. and he pulled out the video plug for our truck. Oh. That's happened a few times. 
It's, it's definitely happened. And in my mind, I'm thinking that was a golden call. And, Good uh, job, instead it was Jimmy. The worst. You know what? Call can I? Can ever. I? Can yeah. I, uh, I, I? I think I've, I mentioned I've been at TSN now for 22 years, mm-hmm. and uh, we had an incident. Speaking of losing the feed, it's probably my worst moment as a, as a TSN staffer. But it was the 1996 uh, World Hockey Championship semifinal, Canada. And uh, Russia. This is the shootout. The shootout. Where Gord had to describe it sitting. It was. At the desk? It was actually. It was Gord describing it sitting at the desk. But it was Darren Detition and and make uh, doing play by play. That's right. you. So his Dutchie's big moment. Yeah. So and, and then I, I don't know. I don't. That remember was a satellite when, window. I that think was a satellite was not window that was not booked. So okay. It was, so yeah. again, for the listeners. So basically, if you're going to do a game. Uh, somebody has to book a satellite window for the three and a half hours or yes. whatever that you will be up. Yes. And someone forgot to extend that window when it went to a shootout. It would I be the most so. simplest way to explain yeah, it, right? I think yes. so. I think it was maybe a difference in the way it was booked. It was booked as a as a it was booked as a as a news feed as opposed to being a sports feed because right. if it's a sports feed, then it doesn't go down until the game's over. Right. But it was only not like you're right. It basically the overtime and shootout got to that top know, of the hour. The, the window and ended like, and boom. Whoop. Yeah. So I remember I was sitting in the newsroom, sports desk at the time, and we're all watching, and it goes to black, and everybody's like, oh. And then we just thought, okay, maybe this is just for a quick second, but then we're freaking out, right? So it was yeah. crazy. It was crazy. I was going to, I mean, poor Gordo sitting there on the on the set. Yeah. Like, okay, and now it's Paul Correa, and he, yeah. he scores. And, and we eventually got pictures back. Um, did they win so that shootout? Do they, you remember? They did win the shootout, actually. Okay. It was, uh, actually, you know what? Ray Ferraro scored a goal in that game. Wow. I'm pretty sure Ray was in that game. Really? Yeah. Ask Ray about that. Okay. Well, he wouldn't care. He wouldn't, he wouldn't even know, probably, that we yeah. weren't aware on TV. Like, no, oh. no, no. I just mean... Uh, like I would never pretty, do that TV stuff. Yeah, screw you. Yeah, he, was, he was miserable, and now he's on. You know, Ray was the only one. Remember we used to have the rink on our set? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd get all the guys to come and put on their skates and sh- demonstrate something. Yeah. You know, face-offs, backhands. Yeah. Ray was the only one who wouldn't put on his skates. He showed up. He said, "I'm not putting on my skates. I could, what I could, I, I could bust an ankle or something like that. And my career would be over." Ray was still playing at the time. Now he's pretty much the best analyst in hockey. But I like <laughs> he's to, pretty good. We got to give him the gears at some point. <laughs> Plus, he's got another. He's got a rival podcast. He does. So he won't come on this one. Yeah, yeah. something out of some guy out of the, Vegas. Yeah, the rival podcast. I think it's a Paul podcast or something. Yeah. Who's some under who's, the table money? There's there. Some cash. Who's buttering his bread? TSN or this other? No, guy? Some dude in Vegas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It sounds shady. It sounds very shady. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't sound shady at all, but we're going to make it seem shady. It's probably where your doctor got his degree there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We better get to fandom. It's the fandom segment. The fandom sports app, the only app where you get to argue about sports and win stuff. Vote on arguments, post your own arguments, win fights, collect points, and win cool stuff. Fight with your thumbs, not with your fists. The fandom sports app. Available now on the Apple Store. There's a new version coming shortly and coming soon to all of you Android users. We had a, uh, a question last week. That we asked about the real home run record. We didn't do so good in that, <laughs> so well in that discussion. Uh, it was a struggle, wasn't it? Yeah, well, 18, bit. is that the number we came up with? <laughs> the Rod Smith recap pretty much annihilated any credibility we had left. Uh, the Roger Maris actually won on the fandom. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. Those. So people, more people believe that Roger Maris is the real home run record over Barry Bonds and his 73. As for the winner of the fandom question, little glitch on the question, so we I didn't even tweet it out this week, so t- I take full blame for this, but I'm still going to award a book, and that goes to Nick Wright. You are a winner. 
who said hitting home runs isn't just about strength, it's about getting the perfect amount of contact, kind of like a golf swing. I liked it. There weren't many comments on there because I screwed up. No, I thought I <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. We're going to make up for it this week. Uh, the fandom question <clears throat> for this week, excuse me. My Niners are struggling, Puff. They are struggling. Oh. 0 5. And unfortunately for them, others are struggling too. Because I actually think it's been a perfect season for the Niners because we knew they were going to suck. Yeah. But they've been competitive. Yeah, I don't th- their games haven't been. No, they've, they've been okay. And they keep losing. So hopefully they're going to come get the and first see, overall pick and, and one of those quarterbacks yeah, from California. The quarterbacks are good, yeah. There's two mm-hmm. California quarterbacks, which would be a perfect fit, yep. and get the first overall pick. But the Giants are 0-5. I don't think the Giants are that bad, but with Beckham out maybe. Uh, Cleveland is 0-5. So our fandom question of the week, which is already up there, to save your life, this sounds like a puffy hypothetical, for a yep. billion dollars, no. <laughs> to save your life, one of these teams needs to win a football game. Who do you go with? The San Francisco 49ers or the Cleveland Browns? Now it doesn't they're not playing each other, right? Okay, so this weekend San Francisco's in Washington, Cleveland is in Texas. Now, they could be if they're 0 6 and you're not listening to this until Sunday night or Monday, you can still go in and vote. There's yeah. a decent chance they'll both be 0 6 Pretty at, sure. at that point. Hmm. Your life is on the line. You have to pick San Fran or Cleveland Puffy. You've had wagers before where you're basically you've yeah. gotten in such a hole oh. with get, with, with <laughs> bookies can't. that your life has been on the line. <laughs> It'll break your legs. Oh, yeah, I wish I was. You were kidding. Um, <laughs> I would say. I mean, I have to go San Francisco. Just Cleveland. I saw a stat the other day. They've been around since like the new Browns since like '97. They mm-hmm. still haven't won a hundred games in twenty years. <laughs> That's five a year. That's not good. Like wow. in twenty, like you could have like a ten year where you're just not bad. Twenty years, like that's a long time. Yeah, like you can't trust them for anything. Lester, I say Cleveland only because I think they're due. They're due. <laughs> that's like the <laughs> Washington Generals. Would be, would be the due. definition of due. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cleveland stuff. I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Uh, Simply, I don't know, J.J. Watts out. Maybe a path of least resistance there. That's true. They're starting the new quarterback, too. next level. He takes it to the opponent. Kevin Hogan's their quarterback, I believe. Maybe starting him the first time. We'll give him a little NFL expert over here. Look at that. Probably completely wrong. Um, (laughs) I got to go with the Niners because that's 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 my heart and soul. Yeah, but then wouldn't it be a little more crushing if they're the ones who kill you in the end? Well, goes down with the team. <laughs> yeah, but if, yeah, that, that's a good way to die as a faithful supporter because you've always accused me of being bandwagon. That's true. You have do do a bandwagon. Okay, tendencies. should we take it next level? And if, um, like for instance, if San Fran wins, we kill Lester. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Even if Cleveland no. wins as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, either. Wow. Or if they lose. Because that would be a good segment. <laughs> if you don't like my songs, just tell me. Man. Wow. That's the fandom segment for this week. Uh, please go on. Hashtag rubber boots, please. My least and favorite one, by the way. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> to to uh, save your life, one of these teams needs to win. Who do you select, San Francisco or Cleveland? So it's not just as simple as voting. We want a really good or a funny explanation underneath. Hashtag rubber boots. We'll give away a book. I'm also starting to get some other prizes. Oh, wow. In fact, uh, somebody sent me a Leafs jersey. Now, this is not, uh, despite Puffy's love for the Leafs, you love them. And, you know, Lester's a Habs guy. I'm neutral. 
The um, <laughs> Stoff likes the Leafs a little bit, but we are not a Toronto-centric podcast. You know, I'm very sensitive about that whole thing yeah. with our network, and I was raised in Ottawa and BC, and so we have listeners from all over the country. Mm-hmm. But I happened to get sent a Leafs jersey by Adidas. Oh, nice. What is their name on the back? Well, it says Duffy. Oh. But here's what I did. I wrote them back and said, could you send me another one that doesn't have a name on the back? So maybe along with an autographed copy of the book, I will award a Leafs jersey. Now, if you're an Oilers fan, Flames fan, Jets fan, whatever, Capitals fan, Thrashers fan. Yeah. <laughs> Thrashers. <laughs> Hanging on. Golden Seals fan. Hey, the Jets came Golden back. Maybe I, the Thrashers. I, I have to give you the Leafs. I mean, I have to give you the Leafs jersey. I, don't, I can't trade it in for anything. Yeah. But basically, I'm making a vow to you that this is the time of year where I get sent a lot of free stuff. People send me stuff. Yeah. Uh, they send beer companies, send me beer. People send me jerseys. I'll give away anything I get. I'm going to give away very to our generous listeners. generous of you. I'm going to give away very to our generous. listeners. I'm a, I'm a very fortunate man. Bob. You are very fortunate. I can't fit anything else in the compound. <laughs> the 18 rooms are all full. <laughs> With the- Even the wrapping room. <laughs> Tori Spelling had a wrapping room. Oh my goodness. That's always stuck in my head. In, in her house. She had a room just to wrap presents. Then did she do the wrapping, I wonder? Or did she have No, that a was like that in was there? in the Aaron Spelling Mansion. But oh, Tori okay. at ten had her own wrapping room. The house has multiple living rooms, four bars, three kitchens, two pools, more than a dozen bedrooms. There's also an arcade, a room for gift wrapping, a room for gift wrapping, a room for gift wrapping. I wrote a song. Our band had a song called Tori Had a Wrapping Room. Really? Tori Had a Wrapping Room. <laughs> anyway. Uh, speaking of stuff that we, we talk about that we don't, we don't follow up on, mm-hmm. we must find those tapes of this band. Your and, play, and play an exit of, of your song. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get, the guy I was talking about last week, Daryl. Yeah. Hall and ass. Hall and but ass. But Hall <laughs> apostrophe and ass, like yeah, Hall yeah. and ass. Yeah. I'm going to dig that up. So you want me to, and it might be a cassette. Do we have any technical capabilities here to turn a cassette into something that is playable I can, I on can, air? I can digitize it if, yeah. if need be we'll at my house. Way, yeah. We'll find wow. a way. Don't worry, James. Damn. There's no way you're getting out, getting out of this. All right. Um, I actually think I have it in my basement. So Lester, remind me. Send me a text this weekend. Okay. And I'm going to dig up some Hall and Ass, the lost tapes of Hall and Ass. That could be, should that be a special in itself? Yeah. The lost tapes of Hall and Ass. Now, are it's all the band members. It be a CNN oh, Saturday night, like two hour show. Do you have all access to all the members of the band? Like to do a, documentary interviews? Yeah. Reunion yeah. show. Wow. <laughs> are they all alive? <laughs> they are all living. Daryl was the only one we were questioning, but we found out he is alive somewhere out on the East Coast. We can't wow. get a hold of him. Actually, one of them's a pothead living in Nanaimo, the drummer. Did did the so music he, turn him to the drugs? <laughs> he might be he might be Gonzo. <laughs> Actually, he might listen to this too, my good buddy Mikey. I shouldn't call him a pothead. <laughs> but, he, <laughs> but he smokes a lot of pot. <laughs> he smokes all the time. He smokes a lot He's of pot. He's probably high now. He almost got me fired before I even started here. Not fired, but like uh, a TSN? Yeah, it's a long story. He was writing, when he moved to Nanaimo, and he was writing for a, 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 a kind of one of those alternative Nanaimo papers. High Times? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, basically. The and Daily so Pothead? I was, working, <laughs> I, was working, I was working in Vancouver. One of those papers you get in like a small yeah. town where you pick it up at a newsstand and yeah. it's got weed concert today. reviews. And <laughs> <We did> <laughs> had a lot of weed ads. <laughs> So he said, I want to do a feature on you. You know, my buddy makes it to TSN. I'd just been hired by TSN. I said, yeah, no problem. So we sat around and had some beers. (laughs) And and 
<laughs> I was completely talking off the cuff because I'm talking to one of my best friends. For sure. So I thought he wouldn't write everything I said. <laughs> and he wrote everything I said. Oh, and, he, and he published it. And it was a full page article in this paper. And he put in a picture of him and I completely hammered in yeah. Acapulco together. Oh, yeah. I was holding... First of all, I'm wearing a... Uh, what's the political... Um, <laughs> Political description for uh, undershirt, an under, an oh undershirt. yeah, a uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not going to call it a beater. Yeah. tank beater, a tank top, yeah. a, yes. a tank top, yes. a tank top, which were like a pink tank top. Remember the time where it was like the Miami Vice white pants oh, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. pink or lime green tank tops? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't recall that. Okay, well, I'm looking. I'm older. Yeah, I have that on. He has something else like that on. I got a 26er in my hand. I'm just completely, and that's the full size picture in the paper. The yeah. one picture they use. Wow. No picture of me sitting at a desk <laughs> like TSN releases. And the caption for the photo said, uh, James, comma, my longtime companion, comma, <laughs> and I in Acapulco. The whole article was tongue in cheek, but I can remember my, my second or third day on the job, uh, Rick Chisholm, who was our vice yep, president at TSN at the time. Great guy. Fantastic guy. Um, he he sees me in the hall and he goes, James Duffy, star of the Nanaimo Weed Times or whatever. <laughs> and that was you know that was pre sort of internet where you didn't think that something from some small paper would get back to your bosses. Yeah. But Chiz had a buddy in Nanaimo who sent this back to him, uh-huh. and I had to go into his office and explain every line in this article for. He basically told. Like all the inside stories your buddies would never tell publicly (laughs) in this article. And uh, was there tension between the two of you after? No, no. And you know what? Chiz was completely understanding. And no, there wasn't tension, but I was, I had to call him and say, Mike. Lesson, you fool! You are killing me. Here. Lesson learned. You must, you must vet all your interviews from now on. Thank uh, you. Yeah, he didn't understand. He was high. I love you, man. But you know, when the band started, Mike really wasn't a good drummer. He just decided to drum. Uh, like we didn't, we had as a drum set and no drummer. So like, hey, we need a drummer. So Mike would go back there. But then when he went out to Nanaimo, he actually became a pretty good drummer. Oh, nice! I think was in a, in a few bands out there. So maybe we'll have Mike on the podcast when we do the Lost Tapes of Hall and Ass, yes. the two-hour Rubber Boots podcast special. It's a very special edition of Puffy's Hypotheticals this week because there's not really a question. I, I want first to hear the theme for Puffy's Hypotheticals. Yo, one, two, one, two. Puffy's Hypotheticals, I'm messing with my mind. Puffy's Hypotheticals, what's going to be this time? Okay, so as we've said many times, we love all the themes that Lester does. Mm-hmm. But there has been a movement online. Really? A grassroots movement to bring back the original Puffy's Hypotheticals theme. And I don't really remember the original. Well, that's why we're going to play it right now. Puffy's Hypotheticals, I'm messing with my mind. Puffy's Hypotheticals, what's it gonna be this time? Puffy's Hypotheticals, I'm blowing my mind again, again. Puffy's Hypotheticals, Hypotheticals. Now, was there another one in the middle? 
No, that, 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 that's, that's those your, are the only two. Those are the only two. So all I did is just put some more production. I mean, I've always liked the, it's the same guitar part, but I just used electric guitar on the new one. I put some, obviously there's drums in it and, you know, some bass and I don't know if it's people's yearning for the old days. <laughs> the old days of the podcast, <laughs> eight months ago. <laughs> oh, back then it was simpler times. <laughs> Trump was well, he was still in. We've we've been, we've been here the whole Trump era. <laughs> anyway, so I, I I only asked because two or three people had asked for that. Now it's, that, it, that's the movement. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, bud? You're like, they're the groundswell on the Twitter. It's really actually it might have been two or three. It might have been one guy three times. <laughs> if it was that Jimmy guy on the internet, he's uh, been all over the he's place. He's been relentless. Yeah. I am uh, I, my the uh, the Chester McLean has been pretty quiet, but the what, what's my guy not Jim, Jimmy Duffy or yeah, something? Not Jimmy Duffy. He is relentless. He's on fire. I know, and it is not me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where I might have to say. There was one tweet that I was like, hmm. It was a little suspicious. Sounded like he was quoting me yeah. directly. Something only I would say. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, your vote, Puffy. Uh, that's I, the Puffy's hypotheticals this see, week. See, I think I do remember when it switched and I didn't like, I liked the original. But now but it's grown now on, it's grown on me and I like the, the, new, the new one. Same thing. I uh, I like the old one better when we premiered the new one, but that one's definitely growing on me. Right, because yeah. it does have better. And all the heads are bopping yeah, in here. When it's okay, so yeah. why don't we do this? We'll put it out to the people this week <laughs> <laughs> by a vote of oh, two oh, to one. <laughs> <laughs> Democracy has stuck again. Well, we got to go with it. People have spoken. in season one. I said, I said something about if uh, you want me, if you want to hear me sing next week, vote or whatever. And then no one, no one, no one voted. Write us on Twitter. We'll do a poll here, and the final tally is zero, zero. Well, the nose have it. Zero. Okay, but look it. I know. I know. Look, we're we're very thankful that any of you listen to this podcast, and I know you don't have a lot of time to go on to uh, to Twitter necessarily, <laughs> or go on to fandom. No one's ever go on, on to fandom and do your feedback. But we'd appreciate it if we had enough votes to form a majority. That would be three three votes. Actually, that would be one vote. We can't have two unless they're both for the same one. Go go on to the Rubber Boots Pod account on Twitter. And vote for the old Puffy's hypotheticals <laughs> or the new Puffy's hypotheticals, and we will let democracy speak. <laughs> Screw you, North Korea. Maybe, yeah, democracy will speak this week. People need to vote. All right? Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I like both, for the record. Big yeah. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I love all my work. <laughs> if you had to vote, though, what would you take? The, the the old one is kind of a little more you. It's like raw Lester. Yeah. Well, the old ones, you know, the old ones, you know, the unplugged version. But I, I like I like the the new old one. one's kind of the Lester McLean band. The new yeah. one's kind of the Grave Diggers. What's it called? <laughs> the, <laughs> the Grave Diggers. The gra- the, uh, You're the, boog- the boogie. The boogie. Gro- groove the boogie. Yard. Grave, groove, groove machine. Groove, groove, groove yard. Machines. Think graveyard except groove. Groove, groove machine. Groove machine. The groove machine. <laughs> The Grooveyard. <laughs> grooveyard. Now, did the, would the Grooveyard play Halloween parties? Yeah. Well, that's what it seemed like yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, Halloween parties. Maybe all in ghoulish I mean, my, my outfits. My band would yeah. be too, yeah, you know. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah. Uh, I had a, another dream, but I think I'll save that to next week because we're almost at an hour here. And it was a doozy. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a show. Oh. That's called that's a tease. That is a tease. Oh. People tease will be for clamoring next for next week. Thank you, fandom, <laughs> once again. I think I promised another sponsor this week. There's been some hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hopefully they'll be on board by uh, next week. Uh, download the fandom app. Please participate. You'll get a book and a brand new uh, Leafs jersey. If you're a fan of another team, I'm sorry. Give it to a Leafs friend of yours or lover. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Moments after the podcast concluded, James received the call from the Shady Medical Clinic with his x-ray results. Here is an excerpt of that conversation. He doesn't have a... So did you get? You guys got the x-rays? This says broken? Could be one, could be three. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you for your help. This is Shady's podcast. Shady's rubber boots podcast. We're going to sit and relax and tell you all sorts of stories. Talk about life and a little sports. You know we're going to play some games. And if nothing else, you know we're going to have a laugh. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight?